Hey, this is Brent Leary, and with me right now is Ali Sachs, the founder of Iris, a public relations management software platform. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Brent? I'm good. And uh, before we jump in and talk about your new public relations management platform, I love this. This is an interesting service. But before we jump and talk and talk about a little about why that came about, maybe you could tell us a little bit of your personal background. Sure. Uh, my background is on the the public relations agency side. Uh, so I worked for agencies, um, a couple of different agencies and their technology groups uh, before starting my own uh, B2B technology-focused agency, that's kind of a mouthful, in 2007, right before the lovely recession. Um, started it in Phoenix, Arizona, and somehow managed to grow through those years, grew into Silicon Valley, um, areas like Boulder, Dallas, Austin, um, a little bit more in Southern California and also the Phoenix market where we're based. Um, and just kept the focus on tech. I've just always loved technology, specifically in the B2B space and had done quite a bit actually in, in with marketing and sales technology. Uh, and then in about 2011, as a small business owner, things got to be pretty painful with our processes and management and reporting, and that's when Iris was born. Mm. Great. So Iris is a yeah. is a a system that you put together. It's a, a software as a service, a cloud based public relations management system. I guess is the best maybe the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Now that kind of came about because, as you said, you are you had a PR company. You focus on on B two B technology companies, I believe, and PR is such a is, a is a huge and challenging effort just in general, but it seems like over the years with the growth of social and, and you know, the, the latest and greatest technologies, the noise that's getting generated, it must be very difficult for uh, companies to really get the kind of attention that they need in order to, to turn all the, the content into customers. So you are working with all those kind of customers and it must have been very difficult. Is that why you put together Iris, and, and what is Iris here to solve? That's one of the big reasons, yeah. Um, PR has definitely changed. It's become even a little bit blurry, I'd say, over the last five to seven years um, with the introduction of social media and you know what piece does PR own of social and of content versus the rest of the marketing uh, field. Um, there's a lot of, of gray area there, and also there's more urgency than ever to um, for companies to be noticed, especially small companies that are competing with large brands that have huge or even unlimited marketing budgets. Um, not to mention the news media landscape, as you know, Brent, has changed a lot. You've gone from having weekly or monthly deadlines to having hourly deadlines. So the whole pace of the industry is picked up the face and the landscape of what we're working on has evolved. Um, at the end of the day, though, the thing that hasn't changed is that it's the role of the PR person to get a company in front of their influencers and to influence the market. Um, and that hasn't changed. Uh, so Iris was created to um, really help on two fronts. One, to help PR teams 
um, within companies, small and large, or agencies that are helping these companies um, manage everything that they're doing. You know, the, the pace of our day-to-day -day is so much faster than it's ever been, and keeping track of all the pitching that we're doing, all of the reports we need to generate, all of the results that are coming in, the different campaigns we're working on, it's a lot to manage. Um, so having a tool to help manage that and then actually use that tool to see if we're you know, being effective or not or as successful as we can be and then beyond that report to clients or bosses, it, it sort of became paramount, especially when you consider that most every other industry has tools like that, the PR industry just didn't. So it's, there's a benefit to the agency or the, the in-house PR team, but there's also a benefit to the, end, the, the client, the small business that's using the agency or that has the in-house PR team. So there's a lot going on out there. In general, you have uh, I guess they call them social relationship management kind of uh, applications, something maybe like a, a Nimble or maybe mm -hmm. some of the things that people are doing with Hootsuite. But when it comes to uh, the, the kind of interactions that drive opportunities for, for your kind of customers, your clients, it's important to have a, a really not just a good process but a standard process, and then it has to be – or maybe it's better implemented in some kind of a system. Uh, is that the case? Has that always been the case? Or is it just really because now it's so difficult to get people's attention and you need to be able to show and prove that you're being effective with these PR campaigns is that now you're seeing a need for this kind of service? I think that's definitely the case. I think in years past, um, the pace of what PR people did every day was a little bit slower. The pace of what everybody did every day was a little slower. Um, our need, the PR person's need to prove value through real measurement um, wasn't as paramount as it has been in recent years. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that every other area of marketing has tools that show their effectiveness. Uh, you know, PR has always been a quality versus quantity game, and we've been able to hide under that veil for a very long time, and we, we can't hide under it anymore because now we're competing for budget against marketing vendors or marketing departments that have, are able to show things like MQLs and, you know, cost per acquisition and all those kinds of metrics that prove value PR hasn't been able to show up until now. So there, there's an enormous need on that front. There's also a need to just manage what we're doing better because we're doing so much more. I mean, before, yeah, a team of five to ten people could manage just using Outlook or whatever their email client is and Excel spreadsheets and maybe Google Docs or I'm sorry, Google Drive. Um, and that just doesn't cut it anymore. The pace of what we're doing and the sheer amount of what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis needs more sophisticated strategy, planning, and management tools. And we just don't have those available. So we hear a lot about marketing automation, and there's a ton of uh, services that really focus in on that. How does a system like yours that's focused on public relations and promotions, uh, how does that differ 
from the marketing automation stuff? You know, I, I, marketing automation is an interesting uh, comparison because it is a somewhat newer category and it's also a bit of a misleading category because it's meant to automate marketing processes, but what a lot of those systems do, do is actually create a lot more <laughs> work for the marketing department to manage those systems. Um, I would actually compare IRIS more to CRM. Um, not necessarily in functionality, so to speak, but in the idea that it takes what a person would do you know, with a Rolodex and a couple spreadsheets and some notepads and actually build some formalization and some process around that through a very smart tool. Um, you know, when I'll use Pat Sullivan as an example, you know, founder of ACT, you know, that was born out of, you know, salespeople carried around their notepads and their Rolodex and they'd go out and they'd meet somebody and they'd, they'd come back and they'd enter all of their, uh, the business cards that they collected into their own personal Rolodex and they'd have to plan their own follow-up and they'd have to remember who did I talk to and, you know, what was happened during that conversation and did I follow up with them and what resulted from that and, uh, you know, they'd have to try to keep track of all of these interactions and what they meant to their job and to their department and to their company. And it was a very cumbersome and not strategic way to go about sales. And that was the birth of the CRM industry. And I would compare Iris more closely to that, that it's, you know, the PR industry right now has a very unsophisticated um, process uh, for individuals managing relationships and follow-ups and outcomes and processes. And IRIT, you know, is meant to build the formalization around that so you could be more strategic and um, more organized. So you're trying to, you're using uh, kind of the CRM approach because you are trying to build relationships with specific kinds of people for specific purposes. Uh, that makes complete sense. Now, in typically uh, in today's PR, or maybe uh, the difference between now and five years ago, are you have different kind of people that weren't around uh, that were not in the traditional kind of sense of uh, journalists or or uh, media people that everybody wants to get on their their uh, radar so that maybe they'll write about them. But now mm -hmm. you have the growth of the uh, online influencers, the bloggers, the people who uh, could tweet something and could move folks. How does this kind of system help your kind of clients uh, build the kind of relationships that they're going to need to in order to get the word out? Yeah, you know, it all comes down to influencers and relationships with those influencers. So whether they are a social evangelist, a blogger, a traditional reporter, an analyst, they're all influencers that are important to the PR person, clients, or company. Uh, the difference between now and five years ago is there's about 10 times more now that we have to um, build relationships with versus, you know, previously, you know, I can, I can remember 10 years ago, I had a Rolodex of the influencers I was well connected with, and I could tell you anything you wanted to know about those relationships because it was just a smaller pool. Uh, and nowadays, it's, you know, the average PR person has so many contacts that they're working with 
that it really is hard to keep track of those relationships. And, and I keep saying relationships instead of contacts uh, because there's, there's an important difference there. And in sales, you have contacts, and, and you make the sale, and typically you move on. You might resell to that person a year later, or if you're working for a SaaS company, there might be some ongoing sales happening. But in the PR world, it's all about the relationships. You have to connect and build and nurture relationships over years. Um, and the average PR person now has to do that with hundreds if not thousands of people because the influencer pool, as you just pointed out, is enormous now. The way that Iris helps is all of your interactions with those influencers are automatically captured in the software. So if your boss or your uh, client were to say to you, hey, have you talked to so-and-so from small biz trends recently. I, I'd really like to connect with them about this news announcement we have coming up. Instead of having to rack your brain, go back through your email, go look in spreadsheets, find your notes, and, and determine, okay, when was the last time I spoke to so-and-so, and what happened, and what, what did the conversation comprise of, you can just pop an iris and see your entire history with that person, um, which is a huge time saver. And in the PR world, time is still money. Uh, so there, there's a huge benefit to having Again, like CRM, um, you know, all of that relationship history in one place, not just for you, but for your, your team as a whole. Now, at some point, it sounds like uh, it's, it, and it, it's kind of like the progression that CRM has taken, I think, uh, from being a great way to manage, uh, keep track of relationships and, and how often you've spoken to somebody and maybe you know, any other additional tasks. But at some point, uh, it sounds like it'll be the next step would be not only to keep track of all that, but from a system standpoint, maybe to recommend, you know, you want to talk to somebody in, uh, you know, technology, B2B, marketing automation, maybe even recommend here are the folks who are the influencers and be able to help them even further along the path. You're absolutely right. And we're already working on some features that can allow you to to do that, uh, and the roadmap is calling for more of that. But you hit the nail on the head. It you know not only do we need systems just as an industry to help us keep track of those relationships, but make us better at nurturing those relationships. And that might be where the the marketing automation comparison comes in. Uh, this is a great uh, conversation. And I mean, out of curiosity, how many? I mean, this, this, this. Everybody's trying to get noticed. Everybody's trying to build relationships with the people that are influential. Um, what's it going to take from not from a technology standpoint? Because it sounds, you're building, and it sounds like it's getting closer and closer. But how how are companies, particularly on the small business end, do they understand that PR is? more science than art and needs these kind of processes or are they still kind of thinking this is like a almost sort of like magic? You know, I, I think they are more savvy. I think that most small business owners, first of all, they've got their own systems that they're using because um, their industries have served them in that way. Um, you wouldn't catch a sales team, even a, a two-person sales team running without CRM or a marketing team running without some type of social monitoring tool or even a small-scale marketing automation tool. Um, so they're sophisticated in that regard, but I think that they're also 
um, expecting their PR agencies or their PR teams to step up. And they're kind of wondering why we haven't. Um, I, you know, I think that there is certainly a misunderstanding about the PR process and there's always, um, you know, expectation management, which PR people deal with a lot. But I think that we can curb those pains by, um, by showing the small business owners, you know, not only are we sophisticated, not only is there a science and a method to this madness, but, you know, here are the tools we use to help manage that method. Um, I think it can only help help us prove that this is, you know, we're not just out there waving our hands and producing a New York Times piece. There's there's a lot of work that actually goes into that. And that to that point, that was also part of the impetus of creating Iris was, you know, I would have clients come to my agency and say, well, what's it going to take to get written up in the New York Times? And I, I kept giving them the qualitative answer. Well, it, it's going to take a really interesting news hook or a trending story or a great customer case study. Um, and the client didn't want to hear it. And it took me a long time to figure out that what the client wanted was the numbers. They wanted to know how many interactions do you have to have with the New York Times over what amount of time, you know, is it three months, six months, a year before they're going to pay attention to us. And once I figured out that they were asking a more sophisticated question, that's when I started thinking about Iris, was how can I deliver that answer? And then I had to answer the question, well, how do I even determine that? Um, and I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I actually, one day I spent an entire day looking at, I had a client that said, what's it going to take to get in the New York Times? This is a true story. And I found uh, four of my existing clients that had been in the New York Times recently, and I looked at what it took quantifiably to get them in the New York Times from, you know, how many months of pitching, how many pitches we had to make, how many news items we had to deliver, how many interviews before the New York Times wrote about them. And it took me an entire day, and that's, that's thousands of dollars in my agency's world, <laughs> to <laughs> deliver the answer to that client. And, and once I did, the client never asked again. And that's when the light bulb went off. Wow. That's a cool story. And you can it, it will only be more and more uh, a necessity to be able to answer that quickly. And really just from a standpoint of knowing um, this is what it's going to take and being able to deliver that quickly and then help them execute it. And that's what these, mm -hmm. a system like yours is going to be able to kind of separate and show the value because like it, it, right now, like it, most people don't know what it will take, and they don't go through that exercise. And let's face it, a lot of them don't want to, so they'll hire somebody or maybe they'll bring in a system. You're in a system like yours is going to allow folks to have a, uh, I guess, the option of whether to bring in um, a professional or if they have enough people that they think can manage it internally with the right system in place, do that. Exactly. And I, I think the data is going to become more and more important. Again, you see other industries utilizing data to set benchmarks, to improve performance, to win business, to set industry standards. And I think that in the PR industry, we're going to start catching up to that and using data like this to, to do the exact same thing. And I, I think that most small business owners are looking for that data from their PR partners. Yeah, I, I think this is great because I, I see this as kind of a, almost sort of like a maturity model for, for certain industries and, and really SaaS providers because it starts with the platform that uh, allows folks to do certain functions and doing it in a 
in a process-centric way, but then after a while, uh, when the data starts pouring in after certain amounts of usage, then they're able to do the analysis and figure out, hmm, all right, maybe we need to do something different. You know, this seems to be working, this doesn't. But it, it goes from platform to data services to really getting to the core of what everybody wants, uh, some help doing things more efficiently and, and mm -hmm. using data to provide that and having the platform that executes it. It sounds like that's, you know, you're kind of uh, you know, starting things in a similar fashion to what you know, the CRM vendors did in the, in the early days. So this is really interesting. You've got to tell people where they can learn more about IRIS. Yeah, it, the website is myirisTR.com. Uh, there's a lot of good information there. And uh, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what we're trying to do long-term, set industry standards, provide uh, not only a valuable tool, for PR people and PR teams, but also valuable insight that the industry uh, can use. 